That's right, it is Detours, and um, this one's a little bit different. You might notice um, no list of uh, what we're doing this week and things like that. That's because um got a little bit of news, and uh, I'm going to let Mr. Byrne tell you what that uh, news happens to be. First, I want to, as Rob often does, thank everybody who's been subscribing or listening to us regularly, You know, whether it's through iTunes, SoundCloud, Freak.com, Stitcher, Google Play. This, for the near future, is going to be our last episode. Um, so that's why there's not a big list of content here. But we did want to come back to especially our most loyal listeners and kind of let them know what's up. I'll let Rob explain it a little bit more, but essentially he needed to move on and he is so integral to the production of this show as anyone who has listened to it knows, but also behind the scenes, you know, Rob not only was the primary on-air guy, he was also the person who produced and put the show together technically for the most part. So without him, at least for the near future, we're not going to be able to continue this. So we wanted to come back, say goodbye, maybe reminisce just a little bit and uh, say thank you. So I'll let Rob uh, talk about where he's headed and why he needs to make that call. And uh, maybe we'll uh, go through a couple favorite uh, Detours memories. Yeah, uh, it, it really is. I have to say, Steve, it, it's been a great honor. I mean, I came back home uh, from Colorado to Michigan in May of last year. That's May of 15. And I remember I ran into you at uh, Jerry Vile's art show at Tangent Gallery. I and, remember that well. Yeah, and you said, you know, we need to get together. we got to talk. And at the time I was like, well, what, what do you want to talk about? Uh, writing some freelance pieces? Because, of course, I'm thinking, hey, it's a newspaper, right? So we get together for breakfast, uh, had a great breakfast, had a great conversation, and you were like, what if we do a podcast because we have a tigers podcast and we really want to uh see what we can do do something different in the arts and culture space and i said sounds great uh we put together some scripts some ideas kicked it around came up with the concept came up with a name and it's just been since basically i think july of last year so uh just about 15 months or so of doing this uh every week over 60 episodes uh just been a great time i mean i really I mean, that, that's why I got into media in the first place. I mean, I worked at WDET for five years from 08 to 13. Of course, I moved away for a little while. But um, just thinking back all the way to uh, when I was in high school, you know, I had an underground student newspaper. I was always doing all kinds of different things in terms of media. And um, just being able to tell those stories. I mean, I'm a big process guy. I, I love how people get a chance to create and, and why they create what they create and, and what it is that inspires them. And, and that's hopefully what I thought uh, I could do with this show. And, and, and I hope that people enjoyed over the past, uh, just over a year. And uh, I, I know for me, it's been great. It's been enlightening. I've, I've got to meet a lot of people who uh, I never had the chance to meet before. Uh, also to catch up with some friends and, and, and great creative people around Detroit and, and beyond who are doing wonderful things. And um, it's it's been a great honor, and I, I thank you so much for that, and and, and thank you for uh, giving me that opportunity. But uh, what happened was, is when I came home, I ended up uh, with I, I came home to no job really um, when I left Colorado. Um, was offered this opportunity here, and then also offered another opportunity with uh, with a company originally doing some uh, PR, and then eventually that became a director of outreach. And now I'm actually a partner in that business, which we've talked about before as Patronicity, a civic crowdfunding platform based here in Detroit. And um, our business has expanded uh, triple in the past uh, 
basically six months. Between that and the amount of travel that I'm doing now, uh, speaking at a lot of conferences both uh, across the country and internationally, it's made it very hard for me to uh, balance uh, both. And I had to make a decision, and uh, sadly, I had to uh, say goodbye to detours. So I'm I'm happy at least, I uh, have to say, Mr. Byrne, that we're ending on a good note uh, as friends because, to be honest, I didn't know you before <laughs> I started doing this show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to, to bounce back on a few of the things you said there, first of all, I will entirely concur with the idea of, you know, I think Detours, while it was running, um, managed to get into the headspace and, and often the actual space of some really creative people and creative venues around town. And I hope listeners enjoyed that as much as I did. I've mentioned a few times that, you know, my job especially as I've been at the Free Press over the last, you know, roughly two decades, has primarily been as a desk jockey. Most of my work happens sitting at a computer screen or in meeting rooms, and I'm not out and about like the way a regular critic or entertainment writer might be. So once we came up with the idea to do detours, it got me out into some spaces that I otherwise wouldn't have been, meeting people that I might not have met personally. And uh, I feel like um, I'll be able to move forward in my job in a better way, more attuned to stuff that's going on and more attuned to the people that are doing it. Relating specifically to you, I feel like, again, um, I don't have the radio or broadcasting background that you do, and I hope that I learned and got a little better, um, not digging for compliments, but I feel like I did over the course of the year that we were doing this. So those couple of things, it was a very rich experience for me. You know, I don't want to lay all the blame um, on you for detours, at least being on hiatus or ending for right now on you. That's the instigator of this decision at the moment. Um, In the end, it's up to the free press to decide whether we'd want to proceed with somebody else or in some different way. Just at the current moment, we're not able to do it. So maybe you'll see us again. Maybe you won't. I don't want to imply one way or the other, but I just don't want to like kind of be like, Rob's walking away. Oh, if it wasn't for him, we'd still be doing this. In the end, it's up to the free press to do it or not. In the short, near term, this will be the last time you'll be hearing us. It's, like I said, uh, not to put too fine of a point on it, but it it's been great. It's been a great ride, and 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 I thank you, and I thank uh, Robert Hushka with uh, with the Free Press, uh, the the big boss over there, and uh, just everybody inside, and uh, Ashley Woods um, as well, who I think uh, put a bug in your ear to say, you know, you should talk to that guy. And Ash, um, Ashley, and one other person I would mention, Julie Topping, who has since retired, but was my boss when this idea was first hatched, and. She was uh, very instrumental along with Robert and Ashley in saying, yeah, this is a good idea. Let's take a chance. Let's go forward. And um, so mention Julie as well. Yeah, it's like I said, just the vote of confidence for me is is incredible. And and the thing that's kind of funny is I remember delivering the free press as a little kid uh, getting up, uh, you know, before dawn. Uh, with my friend <laughs> and his dad. And uh, it, it's funny that now um, I have bylines uh, in that in that same paper so it's 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 kind of fun to um when when you start off uh, getting into media and all that you never know sort of where you're going to go and the, the the opportunity to work at you know two fine institutions here in the 
in the city of Detroit, both uh, WDT and the free press, like I said, is, is beyond what I've ever expected. And like I said, thank you so much um, for that vote of confidence. And, and, and also, like I said, thank you uh, for becoming my friend. I, um, I, I really didn't know you uh, before we started doing this, but uh, we, we definitely have bonded over film and craft beer and, and all the great things that we have here that I feel is underappreciated. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely appreciate your friendship and uh, kind of the relationship that we've built up since. Um, I've learned a lot from you, both, you know, like both about what we're doing and the cultural scene. And I expect and hope that even if we're not doing this uh, once a week, um, that there will still be some back and forth between you and me on a personal basis, but also on between you and the free press um, on a professional basis. I don't know what exactly what that'll be, but um, I'm guessing it'll happen in one way or the other. Well, as long as I'm invited into the room, I'm more than willing to show up. So I thank you <laughs> for that opportunity. You know, that I'm going through the list here. I'm looking at the episodes, you know, 60 plus episodes that we've done. And um, for you, I mean, are, are there particular places, people, uh, things that uh, stand out for you uh, that, that you really enjoyed or something you learned? What stood out to me most? I mean, I definitely remember um, us chasing George Clinton all over town. It might not have been evident in the interview Rob did with him, but uh, we were trying to do that in kind of real time and uh, ended up having, what, our location switched three or four times and our actual time switched probably just as many. And, um, I thought it ended up, it was really cool hanging with George. It ended up that we were in his hotel room doing the interview there with a little detours crew. And that was a lot of fun. And I thought the stuff that Rob got out of George was also really entertaining. So that that's one that jumps out at me. If you ask about a place specifically, I do remember, I think it was only a couple weeks before that where we went out to Recycle Here, which is this just massive kind of industrial warehouse space where they do what the title says, which is recycle all sorts of different elements. But they also have a very artistic bent and are regularly throwing events there, whether it's movie screenings or specifically, I think, as we were talking about that weekend, their their monthly stand-up comedy event. And I was like, this is like just so classic Detroit, a place that in an area of town that is maybe not the greatest, it's kind of a little bit southwest of New Center. In a building, if you looked from the outside, you would probably figure was either not used or used for some purely industrial purpose. And then you went inside and people were doing their best to both, you know, kind of make the earth a little better place. I'll assume that recycling does that. But also then this super creative side that you never, ever would have expected. And I think that that element kind of fit into what we tried to do with detours. It wasn't always the most mainstream of stuff. We, we tried to look under a few rocks and, um, you know, and explore the creative types that are, you know, especially in the last three to five years that I think are trying to make Detroit a bit of a better place. So there's, those would be two that jumped out at me. How about you? Uh, in terms of places, I would say that I was uh, kind of happy to go up to our old stomping grounds. Any reason uh, to highlight some stuff in Macomb County, and specifically uh, Mount Clemens is always a good thing. And when we did uh, Record Store Day up there at Weirdsville, I thought that was kind of cool because uh, Mount Clemens to me is one of those places that um, I it's got all the assets. It just needs a reason for people to go there. <laughs> just you know it, it, it's got the city of living it's got some great walkability 
there just needs to be a few more cool things and get some people in there, and I really think it could be thriving again. Uh, I, I just heard that the guy who uh, books or runs or owns the um, the Royal Oak Music Theater is reopening uh, what was been called for a long time the Emerald Theater. I don't know if he's changed the name of it, but when I was a kid, it was the Macomb Theater, which was the original um, movie theater there uh, downtown, became a rock venue and whatnot. So uh, maybe that'll help, you know, um, bring a, a, another destination reason for Mount Clemens. Uh, I'd have to say the other one for me was also Paige's Bookstore because I'm a sucker for any place that has uh, a, a store cat. So just have to say. I bought a couple books there. That was really that was really fun as well. Um, yeah, and to go back to you on Macomb County, of course, we kind of shared that little bond, though we didn't know each other growing up. We actually grew up pretty close, what, within a couple of miles of each other. Um, and if anything, we should have made it out to Macomb County a few more times before detours ended. So I'll throw that out as a lament. Um, but, you know, maybe some point in the future. Yeah. I mean, uh, when I I look at the, the list of people here, and I mean, I, I love just the range. I mean, I, I really tried to bring out a range. I tried to get folks who were doing things like, you know, the Head Wrap Expo or, you know, got a small book or a local book or something like that. And then also, I mean, the ability to highlight some people who I think uh, were coming through town that, you know, have real national and international interest. I mean, uh, got a chance to talk to people like John Carpenter, John Doe of X, Genesis Peorage, uh, a lot of these people sort of, you know, personal artistic heroes of mine. But um, it was also nice to be able to spend a lot of time with two guys who I feel uh, one may be a little more appreciated, the other maybe not so much appreciated. Um, but to to do really nice extended interviews with Dennis Coffey and Isham, uh, to me, that was was great. And I got to learn a lot about sort of their process and how they've done what they've done over the years that they've been doing it and um, learned definitely something new from both of them and specifically from Dennis Coffey when I was talking to him. I didn't realize that he had done the guitar work on um, on those early uh, Parliament pre-Funkadelic um, singles. So kind of interesting. Yeah, those were both good. I particularly remember Isham. He probably lit up the uh, free press profanity uh tally more than any <laughs> anybody that's uh, appeared in its pages or its broadcasts uh before or since but um it was a really that was a really fun interview as well Are there uh any interviews or whatnot that stand out for you anything uh, new you learned or such well you know you know obviously you were doing the vast majority of the interviews other than sometimes when we were on location so i think the ones you mentioned make the most sense i mean i do think we had a pretty good time a couple of times where we had some roundtable discussions with you and some you, me, and some free press staffers, people like Sylvia Rector or Robert Allen, who covers beer for us. So those were ones other than our banner and back and forth where maybe I was digging in a little bit more. But, um, you know, I, for the most part, you were the one who was getting out there and getting in people's faces, for lack of a better term. So uh, I'll leave I'll leave that element up to you. All right. Well, you know, it's like I said, not to belabor the point again, but but thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you for listening, for subscribing over the past year plus um, and, and enjoying it and the, the great response that I've heard from people out and about. I'm, I'm really it, it, it was it was a struggle um, in the last several months uh, to balance. And I just kind of came to a point where I just couldn't do it anymore. And. 
Uh, I apologize mm-hmm. to you for that, uh, that you don't get to enjoy it each and every week. I wish I could continue it. Um, but, you know, in the future, maybe that's a possibility. Um, and then also, like I said, in some way with uh, all the things that you got going on, and especially, you know, the, the, the film festival, I'd love to be involved in some way, like I was this past year. So um, anything you need, uh, feel free. Uh, let me know. And, of course, um, I'll buy you a beer soon, sir. Um, absolutely. We're going to do that. And I'll mention to um, any of our listeners, while detours might not be around in the near future, the free press is still going to be uh, attempting to be on top of as much cultural and entertainment news as we possibly can, whether it's in our print sections or freep.com or our social media channels. So I hope you keep up with us there. Free Film Festival as well. And, um, you know, maybe we will see you back here in this space. Um, I will personally say I hope so, but I will not promise so. And um, again, I will thank Rob for all the effort and talent that he brought to this enterprise. And as I always say, um, our theme music and beats you here each and every week are by Detroit producer Eddie Logix. That's L-O-G-I-X. And when it comes to detours, once again, thanks for taking the ride.